0: Smell a palm in the morning Did you
1: first I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hole <sighs> Good morning, Vietnam
0: You let me worry about that green beret a palm in the morning Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film
2: Good morning, campers Welcome Hey, how's everybody doing? Napalm in the Morning is back, and as tolerable as ever, and we have a fantastic guest with us for this episode.
0: So special. Um, We have all the (laughs) way from the left coast, (laughs) you know him from the number one book in Asian history, Amazon rankings.
2: He's more than just the rat guy.
0: That's right, Dr. (laughs) Michael Van. Welcome, Michael. How's it going?
3: Uh, doing good and happy to be back for my uh by the way, third time. Yeah, right although um one of those episodes, I don't know. Might not might be in the in the deep archive with Plus. all those all those Disney cartoons that they uh yeah, get rid of. It was
2: the song of the south of uh napalm in the morning. Um <laughs> well, that, and, and,
0: and who's to say this one could end up there. So happy one or three um yeah, um podcast episodes.
3: This this may or may not be happening. <laughs> So uh, maybe in the or- <laughs> the Orwellian memory hole. uh, and we've got a we've got a
0: we've got an interesting one.
2: Uh, we do when we talk colonial Indochina Vietnam, we got to bring in the big hired guns. So that's why Mike's here. That's right. And we are dealing with
0: red dust. Oh yeah, 1932. This is our oldest film. Yes, all this we've done.
2: I believe this would have been your average Joe or Jill American's first cinematic introduction to Vietnam, or they. Yeah, or they. it would
0: have been, and um, yeah, that's we think this is the first, certainly in in American portrayal. Mike, do you anything about um, French portrayal of Indochine? Were they watching none other than newsreels? Were they watching? Um, anything about uh, Indochina
3: in, in French oh, cinema in, in French film at the time? That's a good question. I mean, it, it's all over like um literature and dance hall songs, like Tonkin yeah. was, but um, I you know, and honestly, honesty, I'm I gotta plead ignorance of the first appearance of Andochine in French film. I mean, I, I know that there would be like Pathé, like newsreels, and and there was right, like right. footage of Angkor Law and so forth. So I mean it's it's going to be pretty early on, and they they sent they sent um, uh, French filmmakers there right around the turn of the century,
0: but probably for but, more um, sort he, of propaganda and kind of documentary stuff oh, type
3: stuff. One hundred percent in uh, yeah. terms of like a fictional portrayal, I'm not so
2: sure. Well, this is a documentary also. So, um uh so this this would maybe fit into that vein. Mike, for future reference, never plead ignorance on this podcast. Just make shit up and pretend it's true, just, okay? Just,
3: just bluster on through. Yeah, yeah. Empty my Just mind. just go <laughs> with Rational it, Context. you know,
2: and just pretend you know what you're talking about. Um Note, noted. <laughs> um at, before we get oh, going, yeah. why don't we do a brief segment we like to call
0: We like to call we like to call Millie so much that I'm going to have you take this out. We like to call. Beer, yay. I love beer. Beer, yay. Beer. I love beer. Yay. Beer of week. Beer of the 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 week. Beer the, week. Beer the, week. Beer the week. They make it a little shorter next time. <laughs> Your child labors.
2: I I don't know if she would agree to do this kind of thing anymore. Uh she's kind of getting to the age where she's more like roll her eyes at me uh when I make bad bad suggestions instead of just going along with them. But uh we this this beer is an ode this is the beer of the coolie, okay? The beer of the coolie in the film we are watching. It's called Beer for Lounging. Uh it is by Off Color uh, <laughs> Brewing Brewing. Um, because you know those lazy coolies, man—they're just always slacking off, and this is the beer they're drinking while they slack off.
0: In the voice of Clark Gable, the of course, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, right, 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 um, right.
3: What do you What do you drink there, Mike? In, in character, in character. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm again uh, breaking with tradition uh, and not drinking a beer, but I'm drinking a variation on a Negroni. It's a whiskey uh, because I'm tired of gin, and uh, so it's. You just one want to part, get quinine. Uh, you
0: don't. You don't want quinine. You're not worried about malaria. Well, it's
3: it's not the gin. It's the tonic, right? Okay. Uh, but this is one part, um, one part actually rye, one part Campari, and one part sweet vermouth with some uh, bitters thrown on top. And, and it's red. Tell my wife. Don't and don't tell my wife. But it's a it's a pint sized version. So.
2: <laughs> and the color is red that fits in well with the red dust. Yeah. So color wise, we are. That's that's, that's, exactly.
3: That's why I went with it. Yeah, and the um, the the blood of the toiling workers. Um, So,
2: well, if they would have stopped drinking the beer for lounging and gotten back to work, maybe that wouldn't have happened.
0: Right. Um, (laughs) we should say a little about that. One thing that's amazing about this is this is, Clark Gable, Gene Harlow. These are as big as it gets in terms of Hollywood stars. Um, I will
2: just say now, I'm probably going to call him Rhett. Multiple times as we're doing this podcast, so uh, yeah. let's just get that out of the way right famous. now. So,
3: yeah. um, well, and and the director. I mean, this is this is Victor Fleming, right? I mean, this is this is the guy who yeah. directed Gone with the Wind and Wizard of the Oz. Lor- earlier, Lord Jim as a silent film. Treasure Island, Tortilla Flat, Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, and and lots of pre code work.
0: Yeah, the so the 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 code is the haze code. This is a uh, you don't realize how pernicious it is until you watch a film like this in 1932. That is you're going to see things in this film or, that you're not going to see again until like the 60s.
2: Side you know? boob.
3: So I, it's crazy. I'm a historian yeah. of the early I'm a historian of the early 20th century and I didn't know People were having sex in the 1930s until I saw this film, because <laughs> all those Hays Code films, I, it's like one foot on the floor, right? Like, right. I, I, I'm I'm stunned.
0: Yeah, you stunned. were people were sleeping in separate beds. Uh, you didn't know that homosexuals exist, or that that marijuana, or um, interracial marriage, or a coupling. Like, yeah, none of that. Um, the Hays Code is this awful kind of led by sort of. Catholic League um, kind of you know, to get sexuality violence out of.
2: We're going to bring that back.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're right. There's the, interestingly a hundred years later, we're trying for it again. Um, but yeah, to sanitize this, and uh, it it's worth d- deep diving into pre code films because it's 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 kind of um, you know like normal things that now you take for granted, like a couple kissing or like falling onto the bed, or those things are not in in films until or uh, bathing in a rain barrel <laughs> uh
3: t- touching butts
0: touching hashtag there, there, touching there's butts. a button yeah Clark gable touches her butt there's some there's some like hair pulling bdsm type stuff like you know like again you're not gonna see this after
3: 1934 um yeah i mean Jean gene, gene harlow i saw this i'm thinking gene harlot why? So where's my drum, my, uh my... Oh. <laughs> oh,
2: or your boop boop boop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So I, I learned. I learned on wait, wait, don't tell me that. <laughs> I learned on wait, wait, don't tell me that dad jokes are good for children because it it uh, helps them build their psychological strength for dealing with uncomfortable situations and embar- public embarrassment. So well, that's good. That's what I like to tell. My it's good so, for podcast what, what this, hosts. What, what this podcast does for me, yeah, yeah, your yeah.
2: co-hosts on podcasts. It's good for them Steals too. Steals
0: you, um, <laughs> yeah. But no, this is this is again. Gene uh, um, Harlow was um, uh, the biggest star that MGM has had. Um, died at twenty six.
2: Yeah, like Oof.
0: so so sad. Like she's a real the original blonde bombshell. Yeah, um, she is funny and character out the wazoo like mm-hmm. sassy um brassy yeah she's uh she's an interesting uh yeah
2: and kidney failure yeah um huh. diagnosed by clark gable that sounded like uh almost on her deathbed um because they filmed i think six films together or something like that <laughs> so um he, he said he diagnosed he, it with they? He Would kissed her and it listen? smelled her breath smelled like urine which i guess is a symptom of of kidney failure.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and so or or some some other pre-code. <laughs> oh yeah, other pre-code. Well, like it was
2: post-code that he that this happened so.
0: Yeah, she uh you know, Harlow had a um during the filming of this, uh her husband Paul Byrne, who's an MGM exec.
2: Okay, this is good. Right this here. is good. Right. This, this is, is so this good.
0: Is some crazy time. So, so during the filming, he writes, he commits suicide. We think, and you know, leaves a pretty tragic note um, about it. Sort of saying, "What was it we were reading?" It, Matt's like, like next time it won't be so comical, honey, or something it's like some. Yeah, weird, that's what it said at the end. Yeah, at the end of yeah. the note. Um, and the next day, his unstable common law wife was found dead in the um, Sacramento
3: River. Um, Sacramento,
0: woo-woo-woo, Sacramento, and giving giving rise to the theory that, you know, what these things connected, what was going on. Um, right,
2: because he had said, uh, urged her, Jean Harlow, to stay with her mother that night, um, because I forget why, but then I guess the theory goes he had the ex-wife, or maybe were they technically still married? Whatever it was. They, yeah. uh He had her over, and there was, like, some blood found by the pool, and... He was found naked, um, with the note and the gun next to him. Yeah, um, so very, very odd. Suspicious.
0: It didn't. Don't don't worry. Um, a year later, she was married to Harold uh, Rawson, a photographer, MGM photographer. So she she bounced right back.
3: So this was during the the filming. During the filming. This, during the filming yeah. of Red Dust. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, you might ask yourself, how did she fly so quickly back from? Uh, Vietnam where the, where this is of course was filmed. So. <laughs> well, it was not filmed in. Should we
2: mention the Sharon Tate connection real quick?
0: Oh yeah, the draw line. So if you've got your conspiracy board with red yarn, uh <laughs> get out, get out your Charles Manson uh punch card. So
2: Sharon Tate lived in this house the same house? Yeah. And like Th- the house where Byrne committed were suicide. burned or was killed? Um and saw his ghost walking through the house. Yep, she saw an image of some of a man tied to like a, a, a staircase post, um, with like his throat slashed. Right, and she's, she's seeing these images in the house. Sharon Tate, Just and like then the embassy haunted. What yeah. happens to her when she's at Roman Polanski's house? She's of course her along with several other people are murdered, and her was her boyfriend or her husband. Yeah. was found tied to the post of the stairs with his throat slashed. So yeah. Uh
0: Hello? yeah, if you thought we weren't gonna get from Gene Harlow to uh, uh Charles, Charles Manson. Manson no yeah.
2: Wrong. Yeah. Um
3: so how how did the um the former common law wife wind up in Sacramento? She was up in Sacramento. So I, yeah that's what's the Sacramento connection.
0: Yeah so I we don't I don't know how she ended up there. I know she was she was at his house so I don't know if she Bailed out to Sacramento, and then if she killed herself or was was killed, this is a mystery. Look at yeah, um, internet sleuths, get on this one. Uh, let's solve the murder. Yeah, of, uh,
2: hit us up at Napalm Podcast. Uh, <laughs> should I get my Twitter stuff out of the way now? Um, yeah, sure. Twitter. This this is March uh thirtieth, so I think we have what two days before Twitter becomes unusable. Um, when they stop <laughs> verifying all verified people. Um, so yes. We're still there. We'll let you know when we find another place. I just don't know what place that's going to be yet. I'll make it a much shorter rant this time. Some other actors. Um. um
3: Mike, did you
0: look up do a little digging on uh,
3: Willie Fung? Yeah. So your- there's um, you know, surprise, surprise. Nineteen thirty two. The uh, racial casting is um a little. I think, as the kids say, problematic. Um. The. It was better than Breakfast the- at Tiffany's. We'll say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually <Low bar. laughs> that came up in the conversation I had with my neighbor today. Um, uh, I mean there's a there's a number of Vietnamese characters, but they're just sort of in the background and they don't have lines. I, unclear if they're played who they're played by, if they're played by actual ethnic Vietnamese. Yeah. Seems like it would be difficult to find a, num- a number of ethnic Vietnamese extras in Hollywood in the early 30s. But the um the Chinese, ethnic Chinese uh house servant, which it was probably historically accurate. Most um most plantations probably probably would have had a Chinese uh cook uh and and like sort of top servant. Yeah. Do they um, refer to him as
2: Chinese in the film? I'm not remembering or do they not refer they do. They do, they do. okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, they yeah, and, and he and he's and he's played very he's played differently. I mean he's he's <laughs> his
2: dress he's playing is full like, Chinese. Yeah. 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 Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a really really intense. A, let's uh, say it's a
0: broad uh, character. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's played played by Willie Fung, who was in like over 125 um, uh, films, um, um, mostly playing servants and cooks. Lots of racial stereotyping, and uh, a huge chunk of those films are actually westerns. So you know, there's the, you know, current revisionist history of the West is like you need to factor in the Asian component, but these films in the 20s and 30s are actually representing the Chinese in the films, which, you know, okay. Um, And actually a couple films set in Hawaii and Tahiti. Um, And um, allegedly he was uh, an advocate for better treatment of actors behind the scenes. And throughout his entire acting career, ran a restaurant in East Hollywood called the New Moon Cafe, a Chinese restaurant. And uh saw something probably in my deep research on Wikipedia that said he was actually buddies with um uh Gene Harlow.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you but go. His, his yeah,
3: yeah, his 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 performance and the way he's he's cast the way he's directed in this is just is so over the top racist and obnoxious. Um, and I was uh showing it to one of my neighbors who was actually Trying to find out if, um, we're trying to figure out if like what they were saying was actually Vietnamese or just sort of made up language. Okay. And, um, she, uh, she said, This is the guy that directed Gone with the Wind, right? I said, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. basically he's doing the Chinese version of the, uh, the enslaved servants in Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's the right. same thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, the, I mean, I guess so life
2: wasn't bad for the servants is what you're saying. They enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That we, but so we op- We we've we've learned. You know, this was not filmed in. Um, although I will say, give compared to, uh, you know, um, yeah, some others, some so others we watched including a, a green beret. Like this is more. This is looks more like Asia than. Well, the, probably because it's so tightly filmed. Really, yeah. yeah exactly. There's no almost no broad sort of scene shots. Like it's very yeah. close. Um, you know, with uh, with sort of ferns and things brought in. Um, but we're in the we we open up on the north coach china rubber company um Is that real? North coach china was
3: real.
2: No, but, uh, the, the north, north coach china, china rubber company. company. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's a good question. Um Oh, a, a real a real company or yeah. is north coach china a real place? No, no, the was, was the company rubber company the- real. Yeah. Um I don't know
2: i mean what, mike 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 we went over this what, just what, make what, it what, up what, come on one
3: <laughs> well, what, 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 what of the perplexing things about this film is that there's all these americans in in french colonial vietnam in right. Indochine. yeah and there's like one french character maybe he's got a french name and he's yeah, never Dion. explained what the hell all these damn americans are doing there yeah and they
0: don't uh, they're so, not even like playing a french accent or like no it's just straight
3: up Transatlantic. Like, right. Yeah. They're accent. like, oh, I'm
2: from Philadelphia. I bought this house by the Hudson. Like, yeah, they're, they are Americans. Like, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
3: And the, and the Rhett Taylor character is allegedly born there. Uh, and the, and the, the, the Scottish guy, Mac, has been there. Uh, like, right. So this is, this is a, uh, this, does, this doesn't, this doesn't pass. Was, was Captain
0: mm-hmm. Limey <laughs> played by Forster Harvey? Was he born there? Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, these are some, um, you know, this, well, this, this might, this might rock your world, but this was not, Sensitively based on Indochina. This was a a, a a screen of play uh, called uh, Mogambo, um, based on Africa. And so, um, yeah, the
2: oh, transplanting a story from Africa to Southeast Asia.
0: So they just find replace. That's yeah, yeah. That's, this is that's uh, Apocalypse Now. This so is, this is yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. This
3: is the antecedent. Yeah. So, so the original play Mogambo is set in in Africa. Yeah. Yep, it's set in the Congo. That, that's in the 1928 play. Congo, yeah. Then they recast it. They they set it in. Uh, yep. Indonesia and and, and, that's and, so, and, why, and why why Andershi? Why not why not the colonial Philippines? I mean, you got, I know. you got your own damn colonies, America. Yeah, stay in your lane. And Clark Gable will play.
2: Take your goddamn hands off my colonies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he will play the same character in the Congo version. You can go watch Clark Gable play this same thing in the Africa version. <laughs> I didn't have the time to go watch it, but yeah, it's, it's pretty bonkers. Like these, these dumb film go film goers see. They won't know the difference. Is uh, yeah. Jean
2: Harlow in that one too? She's dead.
3: Uh, oh, it was filmed after. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've always wondered is, is, is Congo malaise uh, the same story? Um, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, well, I've, I've read that Congo malaise is frequently and incorrectly called a remake of Red Dust.
0: Yeah, so we're going to have to... It's actually Mogamba. Internet's loose. Let's find it out.
3: Um.
2: <laughs> Nobody's going with it just pretending they know what they are talking about. I'm think. just
3: reading the cliff notes you <laughs> sent me. You wrote that, sir. All
0: right, so we got we got a lot of white dudes in new pith bit.
3: Hel- it's a new bit. We got a lot of white dudes in pith oh, helmets. Well, I, actually, you know what? My, my mistake, Congo Malays is based on the 1934 novel by Collison, Congo Landing.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay. So glad we got that
2: solved. Thanks, internet sleuths. <laughs> that was quick.
3: Yeah, they called in. Um, so, anyway, so, so, somebody, somebody's got a, a colonial river fetish and plantation fetishes. It did what
0: look I'm like from I think they did have a rubber tree or at least something like, you know, if you, if you, and we've all seen a rubber tree, you know, carving off half oh. the, um, at least they had something so in maybe there.
3: It's maybe more, it's more of a, a rubber fetish than a river <laughs> fetish.
0: Hey, yo, I'm not going to go there. Uh, but uh, um, they're examining the flow of the rubber tap.
2: Yeah, Clark takes a little sip of the uh, of it and says, uh, "New Coke tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> this flow isn't worth a damn." Oh yeah, that's what it was. And that
3: th- that opening scene reminded me of uh, the lost episode. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very end. It's in very interesting. Endo- ed- like it, it, it's almost the same
0: right there. Like Cooley's getting the shit beat out of him on a plantation, and
3: um, yeah, look I, at those. I I slugs. wonder. I wonder- I wonder if the 1992 film, uh, makers and were, they must've been aware of this cause it, it seems so similar. It, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it had to have been an homage or something. Cause, um, yeah. What will get, get them on the pod? Um,
3: or maybe this is just, just the way it was and you know,
0: everybody's getting it right. The, uh, the, um, and we, and we see sort of, uh, how would you characterize the uh, life on the plantation gentlemen for who? Well, that for both, <laughs> Look at those slugs! Tosses Hot.
2: water on the Vietnamese workers who are, in his eyes, slacking off. Uh, so it seems like you know it's hard to find good help these days. In the eyes of uh, one, Red Butler slash Clark Cable slash whatever the hell his name is in this movie,
3: swings and threatens them with shovel.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly.
3: Um, yeah, he swings a shovel at him, calls calls them uh, slugs, and I mean it's it's the it's the use of um, physical violence on the colonial labor site that would not have been acceptable in Europe at the same time. And I'm just going to say someone could do a really good job with a graphic history of some of these scenes if, um, yeah, or if you want to teach this, if you want to teach the, the violence of the colonial political economy, I mean, there there might be some co- graphic histories on colonial Vietnam that, uh, could do this well. Colonial Indonesia could be any, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, could, we could find... I mean,
2: they could just watch this movie too. <laughs> <That's another option. laughs> I also do that. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, they have, or, they could, or they could buy my, they could buy my book, um, the Great Hanoi Rat Hunt. Buy the by Great myself, Hanoi
2: Rat Hunt. <laughs> Step this one, is the um, first so, look at a Vietnamese person on film, most likely for American consumers, right? And it is they're lazy, they're slacking off, they're bums. Right. That is. Not not surprising, looking back on it, but it is you know it's it's still interesting, right that that is the your first glimpse of a Vietnamese character is they're lazy, they're not doing their job.
3: yeah, and so the, the Clark Gable character is yelling at the the Vietnamese um, so-called coolies and scare quotes, right um, and uh I was listening to it and I'm like, I think that's Vietnamese or they're trying. And so I, um, my friend uh, Yin Phillips gets credit for this. Nice um, native speaker. Uh, it went over and showed her a couple of the scenes, and she like made a face and she's like, "Yeah, that's Vietnamese with like a terrible, terrible accent." But um, I'm kind of surprised was, even with through that would, trouble. Which I was actually rather impressed by it. And she was like, "Yeah, that's great." I mean, this, this film looks super racist, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, at least they like did a little bit of the points work. for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, I, I showed her a couple of scenes where mostly the white, yeah, characters what are, they are screaming orders, okay, and um, uh, hurry up, get out of here, um, uh, you're dead unless you okay. do that. Um, all right, <laughs> you know, the it basically plant, called you know, motivation, the
2: basic
0: sort of lonely planet, like first, you know, Vietnamese words, kind of right, uh, yeah. where's yeah. your bathroom, get <laughs> yeah. back to work, you lazy bastard, like get going, these, you're yeah, dead. exactly, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, Lonely Planet Indochine. <laughs> uh Yeah, um so What you... <laughs> what what is so the right at right at the start we get what I thought were you did you guys think the whole movie like the red dust is going to play into the the um you know the the titular red dust um this yeah. storm takes over the plantation they all have to rush inside. Um, one of the sort of the workshacks, shacks and, uh, and I thought like, okay, that's going to somehow, it does not, it does not factor. It does in not into
2: play in now, no, um, but you know, you have your,
3: it's, 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 it's the one hot, dry storm before the monsoon starts. Right. right. Yeah. But, um, that's true. I, but I felt, I mean, I've, I've seen that. I mean, that's, this reminds me more of, of um, Cambodia at the, at the end of the dry season, which I guess Northern, Northern in China, Cambodia, I mean, that's an artificial. Right. Cambodia gets
0: true dry season, it's wet true. season. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But I mean, th- this, this part of, of Southern Vietnam, I mean, it's going to, it's, it's, I don't think it's as intense as like the, the dust around um, Siem Reap around the, the Tonga Sap mm-hmm. basin. But I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know if there's these overwhelming dust storms like they depict I mean this well you know, they gotta
2: you know part of the whole thing is that boy this is really hard to live here and a woman certainly couldn't handle it man can barely, can barely handle it you know so <laughs> that I think will, they're
0: that'll come into play yeah yeah um do we want to say um Mike what do, what do you Mike knows his way around rubber plantation um what uh, uh what do we know about well, if only there was someone who wrote an h france uh, an article
3: about um, uh, oh, yeah, plague
0: conquerors, and white colonizers. That could we ask that person? Yeah, or?
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, so, um, I think this is a, actually a pretty good depiction of the rubber plantation. I mean, I, I'm curious as to where they shot these trees if, if those are even rubber trees, or they just did a really good mock up. Yeah, no, they, they show like, the, the the mark yeah, did, the marking I mean, on yeah. the tree and the taking of the sap, um, and then, um, uh. One of the things that I want to point out is that uh, Alexander Yertsin, the uh, the conqueror of the plague, who discovered the uh, the plague bacillus, was the first to introduce um, rubber and um, chuchona, the, uh, the the bark used for to make uh, what is it, quinine to treat malaria, prevent malaria, which plays into the film, um, and cocaine. He introduced okay. all three of those to um, to his. Uh, land holdings in wow. Um, what have i done um, with my Met life Chong. nothing
0: like that guy is yeah, yeah.
3: And, and and made a, made it a, made a lot of money off off the rubber and the chinchona and then uh evidently um kept pretty much kept the cocaine for himself and made his own cocaine elixir which Don't he Bogart. was always push, pushing on people and um um like 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 freud at the same time developed a, a little bit of a, a little bit of an affinity but you know what he got he got some solid science work done so uh props to Alexander Yertsen. and then. Uh, he was There's really excited to tell answers. people all about, about his ideas, really, really amped up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if I mean, it would be fantastic to see this illustrated in comic format in a graphic history. I think, um, I think it's
0: begging to. Um, yeah.
2: We got at night. There's a guy passed out drunk uh, at the table. And uh, Clark Gable goes immediately full Will Smith on him, um, which I thought was unnecessary and uncalled for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but
3: they've already been t- they've already been talking trash about this guy Guidon. He's the, the only French name, right? Yeah, the only French name in the whole film. And in the previous scene, they're always like talking about him as a squealing liar, and he didn't do the work. Yeah. And sees him, and immediately starts wailing on and,
0: him. And but Hoy like points to his eye, like, oh, he gave me this black. Was he saying that the Guidon gave him the black eye? I didn't quite understand. Is that what he was saying? Like the 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 Chinese cook has a, a shiner that that I guess Guidon gave him. Oh, he's
2: back I, like yeah,
0: yeah. He he shows off his black eye, I don't know. Um Guido and, and is and,
3: and was like, was strangely delighted about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there, there, yeah.
3: There's something there's something a little odd yeah. going on in that He really gave it to yeah. Very. Um
2: uh they chuck him on the bed um and an unsuspecting Jean Harlow is there.
0: Yeah, so a boat a boat has arrived with some passengers and cargo at, and uh Jean Harlow, Pollyanna the glad girl so she gives her nickname <laughs> <laughs> which is Mike's stage name, which I thought was a nice touch. Um,
2: so the boat won't return for another four weeks. So she's, you know, I guess stuck there. Um, basically, but, but
0: she's out of the reach of the gendarme. Yeah. I'm going uh, to, out, out of Saigon. Oh, by the way, they say Saigon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole time, oddly pronounced. Um, She's happy to be out of some trouble. Yes. Um, out of the reach uh, of the, of the French constables.
3: Um, yeah, she's she's definitely a, a demi Montaigne from uh, from from Saigon. Who's uh, I mean, it's it, it I, I, again pre Haze code. I was surprised at how open they were. That like, like yeah, she's a working girl.
0: Yeah, no yeah. right. She was very yeah. It, it was funny. Like again, it was just sh- kind of shocking. nineteen thirty two.
3: You again. Um, they, they they were having sex. It's unbelievable. I did not know this. <laughs> People were created somehow.
2: Yeah, I always thought it was the stork.
0: Well, now's the time of the podcast oh, yeah. where
2: we do
3: a little Napalm Theater. We drop in on a dinner conversation on the plantation house between house servant Hoy, overseer Mac McQuarrig, and plantation foreman and protagonist Dennis Carson.
2: Aha! Beans! What happened to that quarter of beef? You leave the refrigerator door open again?
3: Now, for professional and personal reasons, I'm not going to do the accent on this, but the Hoi character in just a horrific Chinese stereotype says, yes, sir, Mr. Denny, I all water. You don't want the beef now. All stinky. Stinky. Better eat something, Denny.
2: Yeah, maybe later. Mac, do you ever want to quit?
0: Oh, sure. I quit your old man once. When I sobered up in Singapore, I saw a loading rubber, and I turned around and came back.
2: The company's made me a swell offer. I could sell out pretty. But you won't.
0: You were born smelling rubber and sweating it and getting it, and that, you'll
2: die that way. <laughs> you think so? You think I'll spend my whole life in this dry rot just so the rest of the world can ride around on balloon tires? Sure you will. Who says so? Why should I spend the rest of my days worrying about guys like Keaton? Kicking a herd of crawling coolies around, fighting fever, swallowing dust one month, waiting in mud the next, just so some old woman can take a hot water bottle to bed with her.
0: Yeah, just so long as there's one baby in this world to suck on a rubber nipple. Now listen, Dennis, you got your yearly case of nerves. Now why don't you go down to Sagon and blow the lid off, get a laugh out of your liquor. With this outfit running the way as it is, how am I going
2: to get to Sagon?
0: Well, as a matter of fact, what
2: came up from Sagon
0: isn't so bad looking
2: been looking at her kind ever since my voice changed
0: and see that's a that's a tiger growling in the uh the or actual the tiger from outside <laughs> yeah wow okay ah oh, it just uh we don't get paid enough as actors um yeah we right. get
2: paid like uh hoy that actor. <laughs> yeah, we, Forget his name now. We um, do.
3: Um Willie. Willie. S- don't don't quit your job at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, ex-
0: exactly. No shit. So we um so we're introduced uh, to Gene Harlow and um, you know, uh she's uh she's she's great. She's like uh she's funny, she doesn't she's putting truth to power, she's constantly kind of uh saying things the way they are all over there. I like I, she was, you know, she's she's wouldn't track well in sort of modern. You know, she's got a lot of the 1930s like affectations. But like, I don't know, I really I really liked her as a character. What did you guys think?
3: She's got the strongest moral compass of anyone in the film. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: Because she has one. Because she, she has one. I yeah. mean,
3: I I f- I found this film of uh, very similar to the recent HBO series White Lotus, and uh, I thought there was some interesting class politics going on and um, the colonial setting of the first season of White Lotus in Hawaii and then similar to Sicily. Mm, and, I have not seen. And with these the, – these characters are kind of marginal actually being the ones that are the really the good people. You you find that, Matt?
2: It's not Clark Gable. Uh, I haven't seen uh, that, that show. Um, Clark Gable is not a good uh, person. He is an asshole um, immediately. And I think he's a good actor at being an asshole. He's an asshole in a lot of Gone with the Wind um, and some other stuff I've seen him in. Um, So, yeah, I think he's good at doing that, playing that part. Um, Jean Harlow, though, yeah. I mean, in terms of a moral compass, I think she's she's a top echelon in the film, let's say. Maybe the tiger.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she... um, And she will also be an interesting character. I I thought, like... so when she comes, her and um tra- Tracy go around from like uh cheese talk. Uh what by the way, uh eating um eating some Roquefort and some uh Gorgonzola there, Mike. What do you got there on the
3: I finished yeah. it, but yes, I did I did have Roquefort and Gorgonzola at the beginning of the podcast and he already had those in, in his house, by awesome. the way, even before Yeah, <laughs> yeah well French colonial historian. <laughs> um uh yeah, some of the uh the witty banter and double entendres are very uh cheese-oriented. was one of the few nods towards French culture in this whole film.
0: Yeah, it was really, um, it was almost like this is written about another continent. Um, yeah, there... Did you catch that line <laughs> where
2: she says uh, when she, it's Mac and um, Clark Gable and her, and she says something you know, like, oh, what are you guys doing? Don't you play any games? And then Mac says uh, if it was night, the summer of 19, uh, 1894 I'd play games with you, sister. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> if only I were younger. Actually,
3: pub- actually, having published an article for the Journal of World History on white male sexuality in colonial Vietnam in the 1890s, okay. I got real excited at that line. Oh boy! Let me tell you. So yeah, if only. Check out "Collect Sex in the Colonial City." Uh, I don't know what year I published it. 2017, maybe in Journal of World History, and you'll get all the deets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The kids say. get
0: them. Get them while. Get them while it's hot. And then buy the Great Henry Red Hunt on Amazon, or you're at a fine bookstore near you. Um, Yeah, they go real quick from sparring to sitting on laps and um, you know playing the kissy face. Yeah, that Um, went
2: very quickly. Yeah, real, real fast. Yeah, because he's a total ass to her, and then they just start making out essentially. So,
3: and then, well, I mean, it, it, it it is her job,
0: right? Um, well, what's interesting, well, she's, she's sort of like, I see her as like, kind of like the girlfriend experience person, like, because right when she's, when they're the next day, I don't know what, I don't know what that means. <laughs> the next day we well, have to read up about it. The next day she's leaving and, you know, and he tries to give her money and she's like, no, you know, kind of awkward about it. And then he eventually just puts it down her shirt, you know, and they say, that's, that's, oh, that come from
2: doll. Well, it's, it's, yeah. It wasn't the next day. It was cut ahead to four weeks Oh, Oh, it was four. But, okay. Four yeah. Weeks, yeah. <laughs>
0: Dramatic cut in the film.
2: Just, just to clarify, yeah.
3: Um, slaps her was, on the bum. No, no, it's it's the next it's the next it's the next day when he tries to give her money. I
2: thought they cut ahead to four she's, weeks because she's, she's getting still, on the boat and the boat wasn't no, coming no. back for four weeks.
3: No, no, that's that's after the boat breaks down. So initially she's just overnight. Oh, okay.
2: Well, yeah, and he puts it down right? her bra, which I thought of, again, very yeah. very risque move yeah. there.
3: And then and then and then slaps her on the yeah bum. yeah yeah right. And it's. And it's this open talk of prostitution. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you gotta watch what you Yeah, Lotus.
2: but she seems like she's into him, though.
0: And the and the well, yeah. Which and what's interesting is those two have have chemistry. And then the next um, Mr. and Mr. Willis, Mrs. Willis, who come um, on the boat. Like, they're, we're immediately supposed to think, oh, it's Clark Gable and you know Miss Willis who have the fiery romance and like. There's there's a very nothing. There's really nothing between them, like in terms of chemistry, like there was with Harlow. is interesting. Like, yeah,
2: the, uh, initially, right,
0: right, yeah. initially for the purpose of the film. There's like, um, so Mr. And Mr. Wh- Mr. Willis is uh, he's a surveyor or uh, sort of engineer yeah. type on the on the plantation, kind of a scientist, right? He's got all ideas about new forms of. And fertilizer. he is
2: almost faint. His wife says uh, yeah. he's been feeling the heat today. And I have in my notes, um, maybe he shouldn't be wearing a full fucking suit. <laughs>
3: three-piece white. Um, he's, got yeah. a, he's got a beautiful three-piece suit. Gorgeous. I mean, this is like straight out of Deadwood. The, you know, the city slicker and his wife mm. who go out to the frontier, to the colony, right, right. overdressed and um, immediately <laughs> falls apart.
2: Yeah. She's disappointed in the uh, relatively sparse living conditions, I guess we could say. Um, but yeah, Clark Gable shows... Pretty quickly, he has an eye for her. Oh, yeah. Um, which, again— Anything you need. Like you said, Eric, is is not—it's, you know, a little bit out of left field that, you know, he, I thought he was just kind of—he had the, a good thing going with Gene uh, Harlow, and now you're going to a woman that's the complete— but
3: She's not a respectable woman. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess right.
2: so. I guess so. Quote, unquote.
3: Yeah. Um, and you know one thing i picked up on when uh hoy the um the servant was showing her around is when he shows her the bath which plays a big role in the plot of the film that's a pretty accurate representation of southeast asian uh bathing you know in indonesia we call a mandi Um having yeah, the big uh, tub of yeah. water pouring over your head um not a shower not a tub um i mean that was anybody who spent extended time in southeast asia and or the boondocks that looked real familiar and I, th- I thought I thought that was pretty good for yeah, clearly Hollywood someone right had been
0: like consulting like this is how because because well it's meant to be like a country mouse city mouse right that yeah that Mrs. Willis would be like oh my god I'm gonna have to bathe like that and um you know it's uh, uh not not
3: a not a country rat city rat <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Great Henry Rat. So
3: Would Michael everyone Mann? just buy the book already? <laughs> Jesus. Maybe, maybe Northern Cochin China Mouse Hanoi Rat. <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, Gable goes away. He's he's got some uh, sort of street knowledge of uh, of treating malaria. Um, he's he's yeah. He
2: busts into the room. Uh, is they're about to make out? I guess the husband and wife. And he just kind of barges in, and then he immediately diagnoses him with fever. Uh, so we're thinking that's malaria. Does yeah, that... they
0: say later. And... Oh, they yeah. do say later.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he gives him drugs, tells him to take off his clothes, and he'll be fine. So that's
3: although what, one thing that I picked I picked up on the second time I watched it, the guy was kind of sick. and wasn't feeling great until he starts getting treated, oh. and then he gets real sick. So maybe I'm reading too much into it, but maybe Gene that uh, Rhett Butler's really, yeah, is, is doing a little. Uh, mm, I hadn't even I
0: even him. thought about that, but that's that's a dark twist. Like that he's Gene poisoned him. He's poisoning him.
2: No, that Clark was. Poisoning. Clark, yeah, Clark Gable. was Clark poisoning. Was poisoning the Mr. Clark's. Lewis. Yeah,
3: Rhett, Rhett Butler. Yeah, uh, Rhett Butler. Oh, Rhett. Uh, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe, Red. maybe that's pushing uh, too okay. far. But I like that angle. I'd, I'd be curious to see the first. I'd be curious to see the first draft because. I mean, I kept expecting as we get on the film for him to to kill this guy.
0: I, I would think for the audience, for Wilt. the audience, they don't want us to hate Gable that much, or to see him, you know, like that he's just he's just a he's just a cad, and he, you know, um, his charms are irresistible to women, and so rather than him being a murderer, yeah,
2: which is something that uh, the women point out later in the film, actually, that they are irresistible, <laughs> so.
0: He is pretty. He's pretty handsome. I mean, Clark G- he's Clark Gable, like uh, yeah. Who, interestingly, uh, our own uh, Boncarno, uh, first president of Indonesia, was often replaced. Was often compared to sort of a Clark Gable as a sort of sort of Hollywood handsome charisma guy. Um, mm. But
2: uh, that's what it says on my business card: <laughs> Hollywood handsome charisma guy.
0: <laughs> <a> hashtag. Um, <laughs> G- he gets uh, he gets he's kind of callous. Um, she slaps him. Um.
2: Yeah. When he's he's being a dick again. Like, yeah. 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 Just uncalled for.
0: So we're back at the guest house. Who's yeah. Mrs. M- M- Mrs. Mrs. Willis?
3: Slaps. Yeah. In after. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he says, attending... "What's he talking about, Willis?" <laughs> oh, God. You beat me to it. Uh... And
1: we it. <laughs> God. Worst so... <laughs> podcast ever. Um.
2: Uh. He's attending to a giant open gash on a worker. Yeah. Which was which was kind of interesting. He does a nice job bandaging that, I thought. Yeah, it's pretty
0: good. Um, As an Eagle Scout, I would say it's really excellent work.
3: Um, we and, and notes that uh, he's the only doctor around or the only thing close to it. Yeah, doctor. like, are you going to go four days so, to Sagon? To Sagon? Is is that is that like the Mid Atlantic accent pronunciation that that's maybe, Saigon, maybe. It's like hey get yourself hey, over there to Sagan. yeah yeah, yeah. go down yeah, to Sagan. have a have a good old time <laughs> um, we'll go to the Eden Cinema and check out that piano player uh, a, Margu- a, Mar- on the back lot of I'll NGM
0: see we see a tiger a tigers growling outside the tiger will be an ominous character um. <laughs> uh you know he he's hitting on her incessantly by now yeah she's um, scared
2: of the tiger he kind of attempts to apologize um it's completely clear that he is trying to trying yeah. to move in
3: and he's got some very, by the way very my room
2: vibes. is right over there you know he <laughs> says yeah.
0: and i love in like a, a the most heavy handed you know uh foreshadowing like it's a good thing we don't have both these ladies here at the same time. And then suddenly, like, hello, boys. Gene Harlow shows up. Um, <laughs> the steamer ran aground. Yeah. The, yeah.
2: He's worried about a potential uh, cat fight potentially. Michael, cue Michael with the sound effect. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the way he was acting around Mrs. Willis, I was wondering who the real tiger was. Yeah, nice.
0: And, and uh, um, there, and I think what he's trying to hit on, Miss Willis, and. He's worried that Harlow is gonna you know that they're gonna see she's gonna obviously she sniffs it out immediately, and mm-hmm. she's she's just calling it like she sees it, and so she's giving him shit clearly like yeah,
2: and then he says, all right, no sex for you, go upstairs <laughs> alone
0: uh, yeah, he doesn't want he doesn't want he's got his you know two worlds colliding there, he doesn't want them together um
3: well, and and I also thought it was a very very uh, telling insight into uh, class politics and class aspirations. He is, he is you know a petty landowner who would like more with his life, and here come these fancy uh, East Coast types, and he he doesn't he's kicking away the the white trash right, and he he wants to be a climber, and I found it very reminiscent of the the novels self autobiographical novels of Marguerite Duras, right.
0: Well, I thought I thought about also Burmese days when you know when you have the mm, the mm-hmm. the you know the the more acceptable wo- woman comes along, the, you know you push aside the the sort of you know, the consort that you know he's living with, and sort of bad things happen. Um, yeah, no, there's there's a, there's a lot of that going on here. Um, this kind of push to respectable relationships. Um, and I love, I love the, one, of the, one of the lines that comes out here is, out here we all slap each other sooner or later. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, oh, Harlow Harlo shows up in the bedroom. Girls
2: meet, is that where you're at?
0: Yeah, they, they meet um, and...
2: Uh, um, Jean says she's from some big Virginia money, some old Virginia money, but you know she's just too restless to stay there and
0: she's from the plantation down the road yeah the jeffersons down the river
2: um and it turns out that's uh not true but um i
0: did look up she said she's an ffv the the first families of virginia that was her mm. like that her linked the the claim that which is you know the sort of daughters of the american revolution whatever bullshit like
3: okay uh that that would actually be uh, my family lineage <laughs> but <Pittsburgh.
1: laughs>
0: Oh, their first family's Hawaii, first family's Virginia, like, Vir- Virgi-
3: Virgi- Virginia Vans. We go
0: way back. <laughs> um, she shows up, and funnily, and she's in Gable's bedroom, Jean Harlow, um, putting the moves on him, hardcore, and he he spurns her advances. Um, and because he's he's got his eyes
2: on uh, Mrs. Dubb uh, Willis, yeah. Um, so we she says, uh, can you just stay with my sick husband, please? through the night and he says, Oh, for you, anything, baby. And so he does, um, stay with that pathetic sick man. Um,
3: sit so- and it, it's very emasculating for, for Willis. He's got, he's the fancy city boy with the city clothes and he's he's very pretty and cleanly shaven. And he, yeah, I mean, he's, he's very vulnerable in 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 Clark Gable's arms. Yeah. Right.
2: He, it's like, he's a rat out of a sewer. Or something, despite all his rage. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Still. <laughs> so. Um, uh.
0: So. So. Uh. This is. Uh, so do we now we're kind of set on sort of what the plantation like. This is a pretty decent, actually, an interesting scene, uh, set of scenes showing kind of how rubber's made. Um. Uh. There's a, there's a great scene that uh, Matt you did a little looking up on right that where Jean Harlow is. Um. She's bathing, kind of nude in the uh in the outdoor shower yeah, I did a little
2: bit of looking up on this one, yeah
0: <laughs> look for the lost. um time.
2: hold on where where are my notes am I uh sorry I'm lost
0: it's, a, it's a, during the, the she's in the rain barrel
2: okay so we we have Willis is healed, right he's almost through it Clark Abel says um and and so so he's gonna be out go out somewhere. And then
3: uh... we'll, well get Gable. them yeah. out. see, see, G- Gable's up to something the whole right. time. Like, you might have something near. better yeah. after this mysterious illness. He immediately sends him out right. and he's got to stay and do paperwork. <laughs> right. He doesn't do. I've got to do some stuff
2: out. here. Um I got emails. So Jean Harlow is there. She takes a shower uh in kind of full view of any anybody. Um, Clark Gable is very fearful that Mrs. Dubb will, uh, note this. So he is very mad. Um, and she, he kind of runs up there to the showering era area and she hops in the rain barrel that they drink their water out of. And so she's just kind of hanging out, floating there naked and in the Monte, in the Monty, yeah. 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 Bad form. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it is, she comes out, Mrs. W comes out, um, kind of. You know what? What's going on here? Blah blah blah. Jean Harlow, really, really great. She like turns arounds, like, oh, can you get my back? You know, yeah. uh, and right, trying to embarrass him, right? Exactly. Yeah. And they do show some like side boob and stuff, and it's like 1932, man.
3: Yeah, you won't see that. Yeah,
2: um,
3: I didn't, I didn't know they had boobs, and I, I know,
2: I thought the storks brought the boobs, um, and so yeah, it's it's you know for our era you know it's not crazy but um man
0: and she and she was allegedly quite quite a character i guess in the filming fleming the director was like she she like popped up during one of the takes and like full frontal like shaking her boobs like this one's for the lab boys in the lab and, and then like he he tracked down the car- film and like took it out so that wouldn't he was worried that would get like into circulation like it's a <laughs> it's like a a B reel uh Back when there was, uh, um, back before the, for the internet. Um, yeah. He pulls it, yanks her on the hair to get her out of the tub and then dunks her. so, wait, so
3: was this, was this potentially the first Hollywood sex tape? Mm. Mm-hmm. But, but was, was stopped. We'll huh? Do some Googles. Uh... Yeah. Pause, pause
2: the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Carefully Googling yeah. that. Maybe not on the work computer.
0: <laughs> Apparently that was Pamela Anderson. Um, so yeah, they uh, uh, he dunk's her like he's like really um, kind of grade school type. I'm attracted to you kind of stuff. Um, and then he Gable and and Miss Willis tour the rubber plantation facility. Um, and it's um and it's interesting, you know, how a bill becomes a law. Kind of uh, tour the rubber plantation.
2: Yeah. You know?
3: Um, I th- I thought it was pretty good, and actually, I thought it was um. Uh, a better job than the description of uh, rubber making in Andoshane. I mean, it yeah. was very clearly talk about the the kind of acid they use and and um, yeah, he's got his hands in it, there. It, I'm it, like, it, it, use... <laughs> yeah, it certainly gets very didactic, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it turns into a mini documentary. Um, yeah, it was, but. It, I,
2: yeah, and he's definitely playing up like the "I want you" sort of thing. You know, he's like takes her down the you know assembly line and like and final product. And here we have, oh look at that, some condoms. Interesting. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's. I don't think that was in the version. Of oh something. no, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's 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 that eyebrow raise of his. Mm. She yeah. asks
2: uh, if he ever gets tired of the life there, and he says, uh, "No, we're born for it. Perhaps that's hard for a woman to understand." And she goes, "A little." So that you're was...
0: a strange lot of civilized barbarians. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and so he, he also goes out of his way to um, say that he doesn't sleep with the native women. Yeah, that <laughs> right. they're they're not but even that, allowed yeah. there. Like he like what? A- apropos of nothing. Yeah, he thinks. Like, oh why yeah. Why did you bring you that Get up? one in your bed and that. <laughs> So you definitely do. He thinks saying. he does protest yeah. too much.
0: Definitely sleeping with him. Um, and then, uh, which I thought would be the red dust, but a crazy rainstorm hits. And um, uh, he's Gable is really happy to carry uh, Miss Willis back um, in his arms. One more
2: line real quick that they exchange yep. right before the rain comes. Yep. Um, she says to him, uh, don't you think I could really fit in here, fit in out here? Don't you think... I could be happy. And then he says, uh, Would you mind if I made it my job to see that you are?
0: Oh, like,
2: come on, dude. You are moving fast, fast, fast here.
3: Yeah, we're like day two. Yeah, bro. Dial it back. Yeah. He, he also references his childhood on the plantation and that his mother had died there. And it, we assume his father, too. Oh, so right. This He's is buried out in the, yeah. An old old plantation hand. I mean, this is his. he. It, 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 it it historically makes no sense that there's an American uh, generational settler yeah. Plan, planter, <laughs> yeah. yeah, two generations of Americans living in uh, colonial Vietnam. No, not um,
2: yeah. Now we're at the rain, and yes, he's carrying her back.
3: Yeah, and and uh, Harlow sees them coming
0: into the room. You know, she's she's jealous, and of course, you know they they kiss uh, the the forbidden kiss with Mary Astor, Mrs. Willis, and Clark Gable. Um, and then, uh, Vantine's...
2: I should...
3: it, it, it's, it's quite, a, it's quite a scene though. I mean, it's, it's, she, she looks fabulous. I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, it was, I, I did it. It doesn't seem so dated. It's beautifully like, shot. No, it looks like a modern. After. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's
0: not like fakey, like they're kissing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah.
3: That haze code really, God, really screwed no, things I up. I
0: think, what if,
3: um, yeah. And then, it, it, you know, but just to back up for a second, as soon as the rain starts, there's no more dust. And this isn't even half. I mean, this is maybe halfway point in the movie. Why is it called Red Dust?
2: I maybe know. there's one one dust scene. Maybe uh, Red Dust and Sloppy Seconds could have been the title.
0: Maybe, yeah. I good good, good call, Tiger I, something. Yeah. Um, Tiger by the Tail. So the
2: uh, it's a I'm workshopping that idea. Okay, I'm workshopping it.
0: <laughs> His worst nightmare comes to pass. The ladies are drinking together. Uh, Miss Willis and Jean Harlow having a Yeah,
2: Mrs. Dub is very upset, so uh V gives her booze, of course. And she can't handle the booze very well because she's so weak and such a weak city person, but um not like the country.
3: But the but the uh, but despite being a working girl, she's she's being really nice to the, yeah. the fancy yeah. annoying lady. No, she's like the and most uh, human uh, person uh, in this movie. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well Mac. I thought Mac
2: was the real hero here.
3: Um and Limey. Look, Limey showed a lot of depth in his uh, his character.
2: So, Gene Harlow knows about the makeout session, and uh, Mrs. Dubb said that she, she couldn't help but make out with him, even when she tried not to, and said, That's, quote, that's why I'm so scared. So, there, there was uh, getting at what you were saying, Eric, that it's just it's not possible to not make out with Clark Gable. Well
3: take a look at it. I mean, I, I would have made out.
0: Yeah. I mean he's like, come on, like
3: yeah.
2: yeah. Um
3: so the Yeah, and, and doesn't she say doesn't uh Ms. Wilson say, you know, that was just a moment and then uh Valentine says, Well, wait till the next moment it lasts longer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah.
3: I mean it's 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 like suggestive on a contemporary level. Yeah. Um what uh uh eighty years later. Nine, Ninety years. Yeah, later. I, and and we didn't talk about, it, but early in the
0: film when he's like when he first sleeps with her, when Gable and Harlow like the parrot's like, oh, so, you know, it's like as <laughs> some like commentary on like, oh they're doing it now, you know, like it's yeah they're clearly having sex like, um, but uh, the the and now it's uh, now we've got a real
2: uh, the awkward dinner
0: sort of, uh, well when he sends him out to the field yet are we done there
2: uh, we're at the awkward dinner first okay yeah. Yes, and then uh, Mr. Dub talks about how he is um, pounding food and how that's a very impressive feat for him. (laughs) My wife, you know, usually tells me to eat more food, and here I am eating lots of it. That's quite impressive, isn't it?
3: And, you know, as as he's feeling better, we start to see him bickering with with Mrs. Willis, which I, again, very White Lotus. Like, you think this is the good, fancy couple from the upper class, but there's actually some real... Mm -hmm. Real stuff going, going on. foundationist relationship.
2: Yeah. We have the good commentary uh, discussion between Mister Willis and Clark. Uh, those coolies are tough to handle, aren't they? Didn't I tell you they were a lazy bunch? So sneaky um, that they're you know if you take your eyes off them for one second, they're gonna kind of stop doing what they're supposed to be doing or whatever. And this is kind of perhaps a uh, weapons of the week, James Scottish uh, sort of maybe. Um,
0: yeah, it's funny how unfree labor isn't. Is motivated to work for your purposes. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um,
3: no, it's very, it very weapons of the week, and then that feeds into uh, my favorite line in the movie, where they, they're saying, "Yeah, the coolies are always doing something un, un, you don't expect," and then Max says, tell "Tell 'em about the time the melee stuck a knife in your back." <laughs> yeah, you've been a dick to several so cultures. They, <laughs> yeah,
2: round round they around. I get around.
0: Get yeah. yeah. <laughs> stabbed on three continents um so uh then then it's a real uh uh sort of david and um who does he send out king david send out uh to get killed right um uh, so he's he's you're yeah, right he sends out um,
3: hey what what one, one for the Marxists? Yeah. <laughs> that's right Come on, man! <laughs> you earned it. Um, Actually, i i i went I went to Ilani, and I had Bible Bible <laughs> class uh, every every quarter.
0: So he stays he stays there. behind where he sends Mr. Willis out. Into the yeah, place. I've
2: got to do some stuff. So why don't everybody else leave? Well, yeah. I'm here. But
3: but now it's now it's going to be four weeks of camping out there. Where if the guy's already had about a bout of malaria, he's going to be even more vulnerable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're basically. And I she it, says, uh, "You know, should I go with him or whatever?" And uh, Clark says, uh, "It's no place for a woman. It's tough enough for even for a man." So, yeah, ob- you know, definitely, I could definitely buy that. You know, a woman would never stand a chance. Only a man maybe could.
0: He's he's definitely trying to sell that bill of goods to like, hey, you should stay. Yeah, back you should stay back yeah, should and stay back uh, with while, while, be with me. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'll show you more of the rubber plantation. <laughs>
0: That's a good. You miss him. Um, um, they uh Oh God, where are we? So they they uh Oh uh
2: Gene Harlow confronts Clark Gable briefly um about his little scheme, which is obvious to her. Um and then we're cut to the survey. So they're out surveying and, and stuff.
0: Yeah, and, and, and we're cutting back to the surveying out in the field and then Willis and Gable flirting, um
2: Which is back at the plantation, though, right?
0: Right, back to the plantation. As yeah, opposed to the right. new survey, like, they Which is far, right.
2: far away, so right. So they, they cut there very briefly, and then they cut back to the plantation. Yeah. and
3: But more than more than flirting. I mean, they're... Oh, yeah. And they're eventually... They're
0: like they're pl- they quickly escalates to... And again, there's... Eventually, like... They're, like, planning
2: like their two escape. Two kisses. Yeah. And, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's two kisses, and she's going to leave yeah. the guy.
2: Well, he made her pheasants for dinner, people. though. Pheasants... Yeah. I thought you might like a little change. Yes, a change to some sex with a different person.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, um, they move fast, uh, and again— <laughs> They move very fast. There's no—and there's no—I just, again, like, there's so much great, like, between Harlow and him as our characters, and he's like, Mrs. Willis, I don't really see it. Um,
2: let's they, get out of here. Let's get out of Vietnam together.
0: Like, let's—and we're going to tell him, like, we're going to tell Mr. Willis, and yeah. like, oh, he's going to have to—
2: we'll start our life. Enough of this riffraff
0: and uh, and then um
2: but he will need a new nickname for her that's true which uh, maybe was the downfall mm-hmm. couldn't think of a good nickname when he calls her bab yeah Babs. he calls her bab she says
3: that's eh, kind of what
2: my husband calls me and it's I'm a sure. little weird so
3: that's that's, and that's just not on. so yeah
2: maybe he couldn't think of a nickname
3: and so we got
0: an interesting um dilemma the, the the tiger and this is something that is you know real happens in Mars. <laughs> there we go um the the
2: <laughs> Michael Van has escaped.
0: <laughs> they can't get the they can't get the natives to work. They're restless because uh there's Coolie tiger trouble. There. There's yeah. Cooley trouble. Yeah, like they won't they won't work when there's a tiger who's a man eater out there. Um and so like that was all aw- like so they're like, Well let's let's set up a tiger blind, which is up in a tree stand, um like in the middle of the monsoon, um when it's coming down. Yeah, it's pouring rain. Yeah. Uh I I I The sat... waiting
2: when Clark arrives at this surveying site and he's kind of wading through this pond on a horse, I thought that was kind of cool. Like Yeah. Like it just looked no, it good, looked dude. cool, like how they filmed it and, I know. Just, and how he's kind of comes and arrives yeah. there.
3: That was probably indoor too, right? Like and
2: the, Yeah, probably yeah. might have been, yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and and again, the um Wilson is always with the fancy clothes. So he's got these these fancy yeah. uh jaw and he's just He's just dressed to kill, or everybody else is actually getting dirty. Like functional and uh,
0: yeah, no, is, I know this means I uh, I I spent three days in a tiger blind in Pahang with a researcher for, for counting tigers, and um, I saw maybe of course you maybe did. one tail one tail of uh, the allegedly was the like it was it was miserable, and I had like mosquito repellent and shit. Like um, I can't imagine like sitting up there. Well, uh, in
2: 1932, it was probably easier to see tigers from tiger blinds because they weren't all dead.
0: To our, in our, we didn't tie an ox to the ground with a stake as, as a bounty for the tiger to come in.
2: <laughs> a bounty eat. to the Michael Van? It's a,
0: it's a real
3: it's a real Jurassic Park <laughs> he, situation. He's very attracted to the... No. <laughs> they, they just need to hand in the tiger tails. To we put out a dish they're of they're gorgonzola <laughs> to lure in the van. Yeah. So okay, so they. But so, so when they're but when they're when they're down there, um, on the on the tiger, not hunter, they're in the tiger blind. I was expecting Gable to kill the guy. You really had the dark like I, the dark rewrite of this sounds great, by the way. Oh yeah, no, I got I got I got I got the alt version here. Um, yeah, no, that's
0: a good one. Um, I so they shoot the tiger comes they shoot it. Do you think? Um, but so the tiger like. It it's attacking a live, like bull, or a water yeah buffalo. water buffalo yeah. like like <laughs> like that's out. happening on film. That's not a fake water buffalo or a fake tiger. That's that's the real
3: deal. And um, do you think they shoot... It was it was like the uh, the the party scene at the end of Apocalypse. Yeah, no, oh, again, they... yeah.
0: Do you think they killed the tiger in this? We were trying. Matt and I were debating this. They shoot the tiger in the movie. Huh. It, it looks to me like it's tranquilized, maybe. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, and I think a tiger is pretty valuable
3: in terms of like, let's don't kill that tiger. Again, there were more tigers in the world. Yeah, um, not, not not in, in Hollywood though. What's, what's, what's it? What's it? What's it? Oh, may, Hollywood yeah. train tiger? Yeah, yeah. Not 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 after that. <laughs> not after this film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not after the the twelve takes they had to do. And so, but uh, the the r- the rugs of the cast party were fabulous. <laughs> yeah. They're... They, they had
2: uh, splayed out Michael Vans uh, on their on their floor. Um, <laughs> Michael Van Hides,
3: <laughs> but you know, but, but but the the whole dynamic in the Tiger Blind was interesting because Wilson's so excited that Gable's there because he's 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 obsessed with the guy. He's like he's got the bro crush on the guy, and the yeah. guy has saved his life. Yeah. And everything he does is just so amazing. He wants to be this guy and he's idolizing him. And he's, he's chattering away and talking about his wife and blah, 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 and having kids. And Gable's like, I don't know, was he feeling guilt or was, I, I was kind of thinking he was going to maybe knock the guy out of the tiger blind or, or fire a shot. And then when the, the tiger comes, the guy says, you know, Hey, I'm going to take the first shot, but, um, you know, be, cover me because I may not get it. And Wilson recognizes he misses the first shot, and it's Gable yeah. uh, that, that kills him. And again, emasculated by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time well, he is the man's the, man. Sort of the yeah. Freudian politics mm-hmm. here.
2: Yeah. I thought he was – Clark was maybe realizing this guy has all these plans. He said he and his wife have purchased this land yeah, up by the Hudson, right. and we're – we're planning on having kids, but then I got this job last minute, so then we're here. We're going to have kids when we get back. All our friends are going to live there. Is she just saying these things to um, me? Like,
0: is she? Real? I could see him maybe he's like, Gable is like... Yeah,
2: or does he really want to break that up? Um, and maybe he's not meant for that kind of life. Does he actually want that kind of life? Maybe he's not sure he does. And, yeah, so, but he... He makes up a bullshit excuse
0: like, I gotta go, I gotta go back, uh, cause I gotta be to work early in the morning. You know, new, new rubber's coming in or what, or, whatever, or machinery, whatever he's talking about. Like, he makes everything ex- clearly yeah, fabricated. So, excuse. he's been there
2: for three hours. So, yeah, really good thing that he came in with the bright idea to kill the tiger. Um, nobody there could have figured that out on their own. Um,
0: right. And he's gonna ride in the middle of the night in the middle of the monsoon back to, uh, well, at least there's no
3: more red, red dust around. So,
0: so true. I mean, you know, he he's he's a man of love. We've done dumb things for uh, yeah, you know, for for similar purposes. Well, he's a
2: man of confused love, maybe. <laughs> um, but Gidon tells Willis, like, "Oh, um, that guy that you have the bro crush on, by the way, totally gonna go have sex with your wife right now."
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a that kind of is a that's a breaking point for Willis. That the hearing it from the 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 drunk guy is it. Um, he don't. don't. Who's like, yeah, like, well,
3: she's the, the f and French He's been banging again. her
0: since day one, dude. Yeah, you smell the roses, Moses. Right, like, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh,
2: everybody knows. <laughs> everybody's talking about it.
0: And then he's in his shows. Shows Willis in his tent, like, fuck, like you know, he's he's contemplating it too. So he gets his saddle up, and you're like, oh, he's he's on the on the pursuit of gable
2: yeah so he's going back to the plantation back, now too. back
3: to the house on what on again this is such this is such a white lotus moment you guys haven't seen that I series. See i've I I not no this this is all this is all so white lotus right here waking up and realizing that what's really going on and then he takes off to get back up there no maybe maybe white lotus is so red dawn dust
0: dust Neat. Red Ton, That's a crossover. <laughs> dust.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's oh, sloppy seconds okay. of red dust. The
0: commies come to.
2: Uh, real quick, re- uh, Red Clark. God, you screwed me now. Gene um, Jean, uh, Jean Clark. Where am I? What am I saying? Clark Gable. Clark Gable runs into the uh, boat captain, and the boat is fixed. So that will be a plot point that comes up in a moment. It's just a very brief interaction, but that that is passing. So now we're uh,
3: boat but, but, boat captain has a name. All right.
2: Yeah, Mister Boat name. Captain.
3: No, 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 Limey.
2: Limey? Limey? Captain, Li- captain no. Limey. Limey. Captain okay. Limey. Sorry, I missed it. is just Station about train. captain to
3: yeah. me. <laughs> Sensitive to our uh, English brethren.
2: Uh, We're back at the plantation. Clark, uh, so he seems confused, not quite sure what to do. And so, you know, I can, I can empathize with this. Not sure what to do. Confused. Maybe just uh, drink a whole lot of alcohol.
0: And make out with Jean Harlow,
2: yeah, the blonde bombshell. Hell show. yeah, that's what I do.
0: This is a this is a weird again a pre code scene that was like like they're like they're like kind of fighting and struggling with each other, kind of a hair pully BDSM kind yeah. of like it's it's and then suddenly they're kind of all over well yeah each other. she yeah.
2: initiates it by kind of coming at him like oh I know your plan blah 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 and he says no you know I've been noble and. So then they she sits with them and they kiss, but then they it turns into like a fight kiss. Um, he says uh, the first rule of fight kiss.
0: <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Fight.
2: Um, <laughs> he says like we're meant to be here. It's a rotten, dirty country, and then she says, uh, "I and we're rotten, dirty people, I suppose." And I think he says, "Yes, you are," or something like that. And that's oh. when she comes at okay, him. Yeah. But it's like you know a fight. Slash make out thing, it's a uh, yeah.
3: So, we're talking about this being pre Haze Code, but do you think that this would play on primetime network television in the past 20 years? Mm. Like, was it more intense? I don't think, than... I
0: don't think, I think it's too salty for primetime.
3: Well, the
2: television. the yeah. the yeah. hoy stuff 100%. No, would never. <laughs> Well but but I yeah. mean the, the
3: se- this Well, I, I I don't know, man. Look check check out some of those old episodes of Friends and Seinfeld. I, I think you'd be mm, rather Those surprised. those aren't nearly <laughs> we nearly
2: it. as bad as this. But Not, but but, but yeah. some of the overt sexuality yeah. well,
3: stuff, the prostitution th- stuff, like
0: I don't think it would. Yeah. It would have been coded way differently. Yeah, and and and
3: just yeah, just the I mean, yeah, the the yeah, their 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 aggressive flirting and sexuality. Yeah. And then as as my neighbor pointed out in regards to um the Hoy character, um she's like, Yeah, that's really racist, but well, at least it's not Mickey Rooney.
0: Yeah. Thanks to Mickey Rooney for setting <laughs> a Breakfast bar so low that <laughs> so, so, at least low, you're not so low, so low. Oh god, that is so painful. I can't even look at screenshots of that without going like, Oh god.
2: Um So Mrs. Willis comes out yeah. during during the makeout fight. And he tells her basically he was just kidding about loving her. Yeah, and he gets real
0: dickish again. Like, yeah, it's his like thing, gaslighting her feelings. Yeah. like,
2: and she shoots him.
0: I know <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that that was like a a, a a kind of an unearned plot twist. Like, what? Like, he had said in
2: an earlier scene something about like, gun, do you like have a, your gun or something yeah. like that. So I guess maybe we and should it, have seen something coming with that, but yeah.
3: And again, this is, this is the most white Lotus thing ever.
0: <laughs> do you get, do you get residuals for white Lotus also with
3: addition to a, with the <laughs> yeah. great Hanoi rat hunt? I'm, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to, I'm <laughs> trying to option the rat hunt on HBO. So it's got a graphic, uh, no, a but graphic I, novel. <laughs> when, 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 she, when she shoots him, I kept waiting for that white Lotus soundtrack that did it. It, it it it's the same stuff. Loved it. Yeah. Personally, I love. She
0: it. she gets enraged, shoots him. Um, yeah, kind
2: of in the on the side in the stomach. Um, he's so
0: nonchalant about like, oh, it looks like he got me with a good one there. <laughs> it's not it's
2: not lethal. Frankly, it. my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. And, um. And then uh, Mr. Willis barges in. Like. Yes, and this was this was quick thinking. This was. This was good. Um, that Gene yeah. Harlow and Clark Gable both lie and say that she shot him because he made a pass at her. Right. To spare her from having to admit yeah, her he feelings had- for him. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And so that was, you know, quick thinking. Um hmm and I swear to God,
3: that's a plot point from White Lotus. So White
2: Lotus just White Lotus is, is red line. dust, basically, is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, what you're saying. So I don't need to see White Lotus, then. Is
0: there a rubber plantation? Um, the Willis's leave.
2: Um, yes, um, they can get on that boat that is fixed that will be there the next yeah. morning, and and it will take them back to Sagon I do
0: love here, there's a scene where um, Harlow is cleaning out his bullet hole um through and through kind of shot. Literally the, through and through, yeah. Yeah. And it's very it's very Rambo pouring in the uh the gunpowder and uh lighting that off and uh <laughs> Yeah I like that. That was a good
2: Yeah, yeah. She they dipped the this stick in iodine, I think it was. Maybe, yeah. And he's like, jam it in, jam it through, all the way through. You know, and she's very queasy about doing it and, you know, they finally get the job done um to get the wound fully in air quotes cleaned.
0: Yeah. And um yeah, and so the the storms um abate and we uh you know we're allowed to believe maybe maybe those two lovebirds.
2: Yeah the then the final scene is them in bed. He's recovering. She's reading to him some children's stories, I guess, out of a newspaper or yeah. something that I guess they've read they have one newspaper and they've read everything in it uh multiple times. And then, uh, Hoy comes in and says, Hoy come again, beep, beep. I think I have written in my notes. (laughs) It's very weird. Uh, (laughs)
3: He, he gets in yet for some reason, Hoy starts doing that, uh, that beep, beep, uh, um,
2: what is, what is the beep, beep thing?
3: And the visual is just so disturbing. And it and it it resonates so much with Gone with the Wind and the, the other sort of minstrel show kind of Hollywood offering. It's weird because it, it it provides uh, nothing the, to
0: like the the, the plot here. But it's, it's just, just like a, throw- a
2: character to make fun of. Basically, is the only per- reason he's on yeah. screen, and right. he does nothing else to advance anything, and it's just really sad. And I can see why he would um, maybe have fought for like some better treatment for actors uh because he was on the shit end of a lot of it um both in terms of his acting yeah. career and how he was treated on set how he's treated by other actors for a couple decades in hollywood um yeah. so yeah his story sounded like for him the the man uh sounded like one that wasn't too happy
0: yeah i can only imagine
3: yeah. um all right so um oh, but 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 as she as she's reading the children's stories, they're like she's looking for something else to read in the newspaper. Oh yeah. And then he makes her read this one little thing and it's about the Wilsons leaving Saigon. You know, it's the, the social notices of the yeah, the fancy the fancy the fancy people, uh rich people yeah. who's who's leaving the Port Cummings, uh, the Posh yeah. folks. And they're 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 headed back to uh, are they from Philadelphia or are they are they from New York?
2: I think they were moving to the Hudson, the Hudson. um yeah. area. Yeah.
3: The Hudson Valley, right? They bought they bought some land right. up there. Yep. Only only thirty five miles to New York yeah, City. Yeah, and he
2: commute. can commute, you know, just use the uh, bullet train or something and uh wham bam, easy peasy. So um and that's it. It's over.
0: Yeah, it's over. Um what uh should we should we do some uh should we do some uh books some some, some dong rings some book of the week? How about we start with the uh,
1: Book of, of the, the Week,
2: week. All can, right, I can outsource this job to my coolie, um, Michael Van, uh, and he is a lazy, sneaky coolie. So I don't know what we're going to get from him. <laughs> but...
3: I, I am lazy, and you need to keep your eye on me, and I will take uh, liberties, uh, birdies, as they say. So what I'm going to do is we, it's not book of the week. It's books of oh, the wow. week. Wow. The coolie uh, going
2: be above and beyond. So I for... like that. Showing initiative.
3: You know, I'm, I'm showing initiative. I'm trying <laughs> So I'm gonna uh first I'm gonna suggest um a research monograph, more traditional me- research monograph by um uh Michitake Aso. Um, and it is rubber and the making of Vietnam, an ecological history uh with the University of North Carolina in 2018, rubber and the making of Vietnam, an ecological history. And it um it, it's it's fantastic research. It and it really, nuts and bolts. It really gets into depth. Um very nuts and bolts, um, very uh, Trees and Taps.
2: Trees and Taps. And um, <laughs> nice.
3: it, it, what, what I like is that it, it takes us from the colonial period into um, uh, uh, the American War. So it's all the way up to 1975. Okay, yeah. And um, uh, uh, spoiler alert, uh, the war is bad for the rubber industry. What? Mm. Um, there's A lot. There's a fair amount of fighting on some of those mm-hmm. plantations. Interesting. So production goes down. And uh, I've talked to Mitch about it and, um, you know, he, he couldn't get access to the material post 75, but he does. Um, he does talk about the way that um, the communist regime has been trying to get the rubber industry uh, oh. back back online. So that again, um, Mitch Assau's rubber in the making of Vietnam monograph. And then for a more general history of rubber um, uh, Stephen Harp's uh, 2016, a world of rubber. Empire, industry, and the everyday. And um, Steve Harp uh, is at um, university in Akron, Ohio, so he had access to the, um, oh, which, uh,
0: like which good is it?
3: The Dunlop, or, oh, no, or something? Yeah, yeah, the Goodyear, the Goodyear, the Goodyear um, uh, archives. Wow, and cool. then also ties uh, it to to Vietnam and and Malaysia, and of course the Belgian Congo. And does a really fantastic job. So uh, Stephen Harp's A World of Rubber, for a more general history, and then maybe for the deep dive into uh, the North uh, Cochin China Rubber Company. Yeah. Um, also, the title of Michael that. Van's
0: uh, Safe Sex Travel Initiative: A World of Rubber. So yeah,
3: check out um,
0: check out the, both those volumes. Very good.
2: The...
1: Book of the movie. Movie. <laughs> he's,
0: he's giving me the stick eye, which I deserve. <laughs> Well earned. So uh how, what do what do we think about uh what do we think about this film? We we give our traditional uh, dong rating, the Vietnamese currency. Vietnamese currency. Yeah. Yeah. Um ten being the highest, zero being the lowest. Um my uh Matt, why don't you go first? It's we, me. Yeah.
2: Um This film was I, I I enjoyed parts of this film. Um I think it is a really cool look at the pre code Hollywood. Uh, that's probably where most value I, value would be. I'm totally gonna um, go
0: watch more pre code Hollywood movies because
2: yeah. of this. Yeah. So that that was that was kind of fun and, and cool to see. Um it is like so troubling Yeah, it's hot and pro- it's, it, stuff's hot. It's so troubling and problematic in several ways. Um yeah. So it it it's not good. It's not a good movie. Um but it's not bad. It is some the, I think the acting is generally pretty good and you know it's a somewhat engaging story. Um some of it is a little bit too easy, you know. Clark Gable is too easily in love with these two people two mm-hmm. women. Um and then the, you know it's it's yeah, yeah, it's it's jumping very quickly into things, so you know. I think overall I will have to go I'll go like 5.5.
0: Okay, well, I'll give our, our, our guest the final word, um, and I'll go next to say that I, uh, yeah, again, for many of the same reasons, Matt, that this, uh, I was just really surprised, realized how few fi- um, post hockey, you know, pre code films I had watched, and and um,
2: did you say post hockey?
3: T- post hockey.
2: Oh, talky. Yeah. Okay.
3: Post 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 hockey. Okay. The guys would get together after the hockey game, watch a Clark Gable right. right. film, just guy <laughs> stuff. Normal guy m- stuff. Perm their the mullets. Way. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, no, I think I think it was uh, um, it was really interesting. and I think for for a movie that wasn't shot at all, there didn't you? It's it's uh, I mean, it's definitely worth it's worth checking out, uh, especially just if you think of like the viewing public, like the even however false um, this would have been their first imaginary of of Indochine imagining uh, Vietnam. Yeah yeah imagining america
2: and so imagining america
0: yeah i i am going to give this i'm going to give this a, a 65 ah. um i think i think you know obviously there's some super problem, but it's 1932 like ter- if we like this is this is pre war this is amazing like the that you know that even that characters are talking that they're using some asian people that the female pr- protagonist is such a such an interesting most most interesting character I mean, I mean i think it has a lot of um for 19 freaking i'm giving it the obviously a grading on the curve because it's so old but um yeah i'm gonna give it six and a half um where do you land mike
3: i'm i'm going higher i think you Whoa. guys are very wrong um i'll also I'll also point out uh do not if you look for this film do not confuse it with the 2004 red dust which uh, the plot there is police officer Dirk Hendricks files an amnesty application for Alex Mapondo, a member, member of the South African parliament who can't remember the torture he once endured as a political activist. And then it turns into some sort of sex drama. Okay. Um, not, that not that film. film. Okay. Okay. okay, just uh, FYI, a little yeah. warning. So 1932, Red Dust. I'm, I'm giving it high. I don't, I mean, um, we are in an inflationary cycle. I'm going, I'm going 10 <laughs> uh, Ten, dogs, ten Ten, dogs, and why? ten. Why? What? what So here, <laughs> no. here, here, here's here's Unprecedented. Why. Never film, happened film, before. The fi- well, the film is problematic as hell, but it but it's a primary source from the time period. Certainly, like this is, is yeah. an, yes, this is the representation of the colonial world from the era. So, in contrast to say Androshin, which we looked at uh, in the lost episodes, there were two episodes yeah. on that film. Find them somewhere um that i mean that's 1992 and that's looking back so i'm much more critical of like the the awfulness of the racist portrayal like they 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 should know better by the 90s right but this is for the time period and i think it's a much more accurate depiction of how um the global north is viewing the colonial world um i i i enjoyed the plot like i i was texting you guys like uh, um as i was viewing (laughs) it and i was like Initially I was like okay we're going to watch some colonial Kitsch. this will be fun. I got into it. I thought it was a good story. Yeah. Uh admittedly I read it as uh, as as um Dark Clark Gable um like Dark Brandon Clark Gable where, Serial Killer. It? More it was, like
0: Dark Gable, <laughs> All right.
3: Dark 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 Gable with the little laser eyes. Um so I was um but I I thought it was pretty good and and yeah it's it's hot. For 1932 it's hot. Like they were having There sex. is side boob. I'm so yeah. excited!
2: Yeah. I'm so. No, you excited. heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. There was side. Books. This is un- unprecedented. There's never been a ten on any film. Nobody has given any film a ten before. So I want to thank Michael Van for being the first to uh, to to go there here Trust tonight me, on Red Dust.
3: I'm like a smart person.
2: Yeah, thank. We know Michael. Um, yeah,
3: <laughs> and <laughs> and and admittedly, you you can't buy anything with ten dollars. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's that's very exciting. So um... that's
2: great. I want to I want to thank um, Michael for providing. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, what, yes. one, one, one more thing. Um, in 2006, Red Dust was selected for preservation in the United States Film Registry mm-hmm. um, by the Library of Congress as culturally Historically and aesthetically significant. Well,
2: they cannot give that to just. It was it. Not they just, give that me. To just about it. And it's, sh- it's shot
0: really like it's it's kind of crazy. I think like this is thirty two. Like it's really you can see and h mm-hmm. it's if viewers are listening, it's on HBO Max. Go check it out. Like it it it's really beautifully rendered and like some of that like actual film film, like you can see it. Yeah, it's cool. Um,
3: knew, and and in two thousand two, it was nominated for American Film Institute's. 100 years 100 passions. There you go.
2: 100 passions. Um, yeah. So these and, are just uh, Clark
3: Gable I, passions I'm in I the film. You're going to 11 Don? I want to go out and see the see the, see the remake as Mogambo. <laughs> yeah, let's go. And stay tuned for
0: apparently for the uh White Lotus graphic novel crossover that
2: Michael Van has been begging for. <laughs> 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 well, hey, um Mike, thanks so much. It's yeah. it's great having you here and uh, you providing your expertise. And I mean, of you're course. so good at that. It's almost like you should have your own podcast.
0: Yeah, let's get some plugs in here. We've we've talked a lot about Great Honey Rat Hunt. Michael, man, yeah,
3: check it out. Um, what where else should I listen to you, Mike? Um, you can catch me from time to time hosting for new books in history, and on uh, the New Books Network.
0: That's really that's really um, the place a- to
2: get
3: the
0: the latest scholarship on southeast asia here authors talking about it with uh dr Van. it's it's super yep. important um, you
2: might see me there at some point Soon. yeah
0: yeah yeah right uh would do newly appearing inshallah inshallah, hoping to un dethrone michael van uh number one on the uh
2: coming for you i think last i looked i was ranked two thousand seven hundredth or the, something what's the
0: full title of uh i don't know Dr. I, I, i'm not sure
2: whatever the Sonotan, editors, whatever the editors decided yeah. yeah i don't know something like that
3: <laughs> well, we'll, well we'll get you up there but on on the, the silly amazon ranking which uh i check obsessively the, the other day for southeast asia i was number 19 number 20 was dispatches by michael wow. Hare. Oh. number 21 peter peter mcguire's tie stick and number twenty two was the Pentagon Eat it, Papers. Pentagon <laughs> Papers. So take that, Ellsberg. <laughs> Suck take it, Take that McGovern. Yeah. Oh. Take that, Michael Hare. I, Michael man. Hare, what do you know about Vietnam? <laughs> I mean, the one of the greatest books, maybe maybe yeah. the greatest book about the American war. Uh, yeah. Speaking uh, um, real
2: briefly, Ellsberg. I believe I saw was—is he going into hospice? Um, oh, so. No. Um cuz I was going to no. try to get him on the podcast honestly to talk about I remember what movie um but then I saw that news just came over the wire within the last couple of weeks. Oh. Um maybe it's not oh. hospice maybe it's just you know kind of imminent sort of thing. Um yeah. but uh so uh Yeah,
3: uh, man, I was I was I was set to interview Mike Davis and then he got throat cancer um, and then we yeah. lost him. So, um oh, Yeah, man. well, but um hey, it's, it's, it's it hasn't been all bad news today. There's been some good news. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, you know, Michael's
0: president is got indicted. Um so uh Yeah, we'll be in the throngs
2: of civil war next time our uh, oh, but, we're when we're at our next episode. So
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll I'll I'll call in from the uh the, the Gavin Newsom Imperium as uh we, we, the continent moves as we flee Indiana, over there. Hey, I'd like to have one, one, one more, pl- yes. one more plug for a, a book. That's not really mine, but I was involved oh, yeah, with, yeah. and it's the, it's the, it's the oral history of a Khmer Rouge survivor. And the title is I am Omri O U M. The second name is R Y. And Omri was the, um, the kun Mai or Prados Re kickboxing champion of Cambodia in the late 60s and early 70s, uh, who was uh, undefeated. I forget how many fights he had and uh, was living the great life. And then initially his career was, um, uh, faced a bit of a hiccup in, in March, 1970 with the Lon Knoll coup, where Lon Knoll said, everybody into the army, no more kickboxing. And then after about a, a year, Lon Knoll said, okay, kickboxing again. And then in April of 1975, things took a turn yeah. for the worse. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Om, Omri survives the the Khmer Rouge. He's he's super famous. He's a celebrity, right? So they want to kill him, and so he hides his celebrity. But then sometimes is very open about how he used his oh. celebrity, and it's 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 one of the more frank and honest tales of surviving the Khmer Rouge right. that I've that I've read. And then he um he runs away from uh from the the commune that they're in, and goes up into the hills and talks about um, uh, organizing uh, people who've run away up in, up in the hills in the north and leading raids on the Khmer Rouge wow. villages and going back. And then he winds up in a refugee camp after 1979 where he gets a job as an enforcer for the mob. <laughs> so it's- What it's, a it's, life. And, yeah. and talks about doing some dirty work there and then comes to the United States, lands in Chicago, and then, I don't know, know if you guys know much about the weather in that part of the country quickly gets the heck out of uh that part of the world because it's too cold winds up in long beach and opens up uh the first kickboxing academy and then um does a lot of gang intervention and then is um beaten almost to death by some gangsters and uh survives that and continues to run this academy and do um do gang intervention work and um one of the things that the, the book is very honest about uh what it took for him to survive. Yeah. And um, there's some other memoirs of the Khmer Rouge survivor that are all about, everybody's an angel and so forth. This is much more Frank and much more gritty. And uh, I, 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 I strongly recommend it. I, um, it, we had the book launch in February down in long beach in, in the little Cambodia town. And you um, can put it out on our Twitter. It's available. That, yep. Yeah. Doppel press. Nice. And uh, it's an oral history told to his daughter, which is uh very interesting because she's also very frank about it. And it's cause this guy, uh, he got around mm-hmm. and uh has, has children all over the place. <laughs> and it's it's he got a Clark Gabelish, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and unlike so many Survivor stories where it's just this perfect person, right. like he's very imperfect, but he also finds peace as he he makes through it. and it, just th- studying the refugee experience, post traumatic stress—it's it, fantastic. So, I am Omri. Rush out buy it. Um, uh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah,
0: check it out. We got another bonus
3: book.
2: Awesome bonus um, bonus book. Book of, bonus the, book of the week. week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, thanks again,
3: Mike. And 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 check out and check out White Lotus. You guys are gonna love it. Book, book
1: of, of the week. <laughs>
3: Well, for uh, for
0: uh, uh, hit us of the up at
2: Napalm Podcast yeah. on Twitter. Oh yeah, that's right. At Napalm Podcast on Twitter. Let us know for, what you want to hear for the next day or two until it becomes a You'll be fine. godforsaken hell site. We've oh, no. got uh, we've it's got, got Chat
0: GPT running it.
2: Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, all right, let's just fucking stop. Okay, let's let's be the. It's, it's over. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>, bye everybody. <laughs> See you later. All right, thanks all you for having nice. me, you guys. Thanks, Mike.
1: I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hole. Good morning, Vietnam!
0: You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the Morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film.